Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for Saturday, April 10th, 2021. I'm your host this week, Andy Vaughn, and with me is Gordo. Hello, and I like how you missed out always there, although I am here, and John decided not to show up for this week's podcast with his beautiful results from last week. So we are running as Trampled Bet Light um, with two of the three regular hosts. Or for our Patreon listeners, um, it's essentially just one of our extra episodes that's on golf, baseball, horse racing, all the sports Gordon and I love, um, but John doesn't take part in. So you've so you've got us this week, yeah. Um, and but we have John's picks, and we also have John's results. So we'll be running through them <laughs> shortly. You'll be glad he's missing for them, and maybe his picks. To be honest, uh, with some of the things that we're going to say about them, he's, he's not in a good place. Let's crack on, um, as we always do, and run through our results of last week. We'll start with my banker. Um, again, I was in Japan with Kawasaki Frontale. One to five home favourites against Oita, and they went ahead and won 2 0 in a, in a very easy home win. Good, good banker result. I'll move on to my banker uh, result, which was a comfortable 2 0 win for Marseille at 1 2, playing against those Dijon boys who will feature this week because they're still as shit as they were last week and oh, I love it I, love it when you find a team to back against with regularity i know they have a big red a 12 game losing streak so there's there's no point they'll get out of it at some point but i don't think it's against monaco ride um, that wave. ride that wave un- until yeah. that happens um, and then absolutely john's banker pick which was terrible um so it was Sabinic. Uh, versus Dynamo Zagreb. John took Dynamo Zagreb at like one to eight or something. Nah, I jested. We're probably about one to five. Uh, they drew one each, so that didn't come in. Um, John did say it's the first time he's he's dipped into the Croatian league for a couple of years. Um, yeah. I guess it'll be another couple of years before he plugs up the courage to do that again. Croatia out of that instead of Croatia. Um, yeah. So, so to- it, yeah. Two out of three for the bankers um, last week, which is which is okay. Obviously, we're you know we're always wanting a perfect three of three in bankers. Yeah. Um. On to the values, my, my value let me down heavily this week. It was Magdeburg versus Ingolstadt, uh, in the Danish, uh, sorry, the German Dritte Liga. Uh, I, I backed the away team Ingolstadt to get a result here, and they didn't. They lost two 0 Wasn't even close. Uh, I did actually get my value in, which is. Being elusive for me, it's the one pick at the moment that I've been struggling with. It was Annecy versus Sholey. It's a Annecy, great game. Yeah, Annecy really, really picked it up. Um, considering how poorly their league form is, they're now the form team in that league. 13 points from the last five games. one 2 nil against Sholey. Sholey can't score. Um, you were getting just over even money for that at kickoff. So, uh, that was a great pick. That was, I, I was I was going to say that was probably pick of the week, but it, it, it wasn't. It was just a great pick. There it were two just, other 
there are two other belters that we'll come on to that were better. Definitely. But to get to the belters, we have to talk about a second shanner, and that is Arsenal versus Liverpool. Now, John, I think is unfortunate in this one, right? This is this where, you know, Liverpool at the moment are either, you either get the world-beaten Liverpool who can, you know, win a Champions League and win a league, or you get the guys who played against Real Madrid who were were woeful, and he got the world-beaters, Liverpool, took Arsenal apart and won that game. So uh, he, he couldn't really do much about that. He's pr- I don't see he's on the right side of it because he picked two results out of three possible ones and got, <laughs> got neither. Got hammered. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so, obviously John's an Arsenal fan. Down in the English leagues, I, I, I like to follow Arsenal. I like to see them do well. Um, and I've certainly had my fair share of horror stories betting on them in the past. So I like to try and avoid them where possible. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they, so John, John didn't get his value in, but it was a uh, so one out of three for the the values. Outsiders, uh, where we try and find something at big odds for you, and the outsider was incredibly successful for me this week. I picked Norgeland at home to Aarhus in the Danish Superliga. Norgeland started this game seventy-two underdogs and ran out comfortable two-nil winners. So that's, I mean, it's not it's not going to get much better than that. They're running that young team at the moment, aren't they? Is that Norgeland? They are. So I think that was the youngest starting eleven ever in Danish Superliga history, and it's working for them. And as a result, I think you're, that's why you're continually getting such a big price on them. But uh-huh. they've, they've made the they've made the Championship group. The league is split. They're in that Championship group, um, and 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 they're continually getting good results against the other teams. Yet they're continually being priced at around that three to one mark. So I'm going to keep riding that North Zealand wave again. Um, yeah. Until it crashes. I, I don't see any reason not to do that. Um, my outsider this week uh, was was my pick of the week. Uh, it was brilliant. Carthy versus Osasuna. I, I called as a nailed nil nil draw, and it was a nil nil draw. Nothing happened in the game, so I just took the draw as the outsider, which was nineteen to ten, which is short for a draw. But you, but you heavily tipped up the correct <laughs> score nil nil. Yes, and also backed the correct score, so it was nine to two. Uh, I got that. At. So um, good price. I seen some of the guys. See, by the time it kicked off, it was three to one. Fucking nil nil correct scores three to one. Like that's <sighs> mental. It was a great um, find, though. Tremendous pick. I was well chuffed with that. And then uh, John's outsider. John's outsider was bad. I mean, I don't even have to look at it. It was we- Brisbane versus Western State Wanderers. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. He was he, he was a slightly unlucky in this one, really. Um, he was unlucky because they, they had the lead, didn't they? And they also missed a, a sitter in the last minute to to win that. But, you know, you can't get them all. Um, and, and, and John had Western Sydney here. It was one each. Watch the game. The game was actually quite, it was a decent watch. But for the purposes of Slate and John, it was a terrible pick. And uh, I hated it at the time. Would, would be, I can say that. You can go back and listen. I probably didn't. But um, <laughs> so I, yeah, 1-1 one, one, one was the score. On to our charity treble from last week where we each have one selection, put them together as a treble, put £10 of our own money on it and all the winnings uh, go to Beats and Cancer Trust. We did not have a winning charity treble last week. I didn't help that with Goya Grampus versus Tokyo letting the side down very early on Saturday morning. This game ended nil-nil. Nagoya don't concede goals, like ever. But unfortunately, they weren't able to score one in this game. So... So and, hey, and that took the heat off you because you know we give you stick for yeah. um, for letting right. charity bets down, and um, you would have done it again this week. So yeah, I took Besiktas uh, versus Konya Spore. Besiktas were 
lucky 1-0 losers, I would say, in this because Konyaspor also missed a penalty. Um, Besiktas then came back and, and won 3-0 midweek. They were missing three key players. Uh, Cenk Tosin, who they've got back from Everton, um, Gezal, and another player as well. So if they by the time I'd taken... So I took them at a shite bag price of 4-7. to seven. By the time the game kicked off, they were even money. And wow. they weren't valued for even money at all. They were they were rank rotten. Um, so bit a bit of a disappointing one. It wasn't even the international break took out uh, Tosin because he was he was obviously playing in uh, Turkey for that. Yeah. But a couple of other players as well. And then John's chariot pick. Well, John got a win. Yeah, right, he did get a win here. Right, he got a win and he took Juarez versus Cruz Azul. He was taking the away team there five to six. He got a 90th minute goal to get that winning. So that 90th minute goal saved his blushes from a, a real, <laughs> a, you know, a whitewash in that one. He was, yeah, Cruz Azul did win the game. So he, he got the, he was on the correct side of the result and it was 1-0. So, you know, he's picked a good week not to show up, I would say. <laughs> He'll bounce back. He will. Um, he and, will. We'll, and, we'll, and we'll see him here next week singing in about a Singing his praises, aye. Superb. We'll move on to this week's picks. Um, let's go, let's go, John. Me, you, Gordon. The way that we we normally do it. So, if you've got John's banker, yes, to I do. Hand, I do. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm just going to guess it will be a goal in a second half somewhere, probably in Asia Pack. Yeah, correct. Could you want to get a surprise as well? It'll be one to six. One to five. So he's actually he's Whoa. quite. Oh, he's spicily taking a goal in the second half in a game between Adelaide United and uh, Western Sydney Wanderers at one to five. A bold, bold strategy there that will return us lots and lots of cash on uh, the, the treble there. I don't really have anything to add to it. Australian games are full of second half goals. Oh, they're probably, full of second half goals. He, he's probably going to get this one in. Um, he, yeah, I'm happy to let that rise, but not inspired by one to five in there. <laughs> So who have you got? Hey, give me, give me well, some of Christ. Yeah, well, you're not going to get it. I've got a one of five shot as well. Oh. Uh, my banker's Sunday morning at 6am in the Japanese J-League. Vigalta Sendai versus the Yokohama F Marinos. And I'm going to take Yokohama F Marinos or draw. So that's a double chance on the draw or away from home result. Um, Vigalta Sendai are terrible. They've lost their last eight matches in a row. They've only scored three goals in total across those eight games. They're mm-hmm. joint bottom of the J-League with one point nice. from seven matches. Right, Good. Really, really bad. Now, usually that would be enough for you to be bottom. Yeah. But Yokohama FC are also dire. So, so, so they're really, really bad. Yokohama F Marinos, however, the team that they're playing, they sit in eighth place. Four wins, two draws, only one loss. And that one loss was actually ages ago. That was the first game of the season. Yeah, away at forgiven, Kawa- you can be forgiven for that. Like <laughs> away at Kawasaki Frontale. Yeah. So like that that's fine. Like that, that's they're basically unbeaten. <laughs> yeah. I'd give you um, that. So while Vigalta have lost their last eight games straight, Yokohama are undefeated in their last eight games, six wins and two draws. I mean, this is pretty much a banker that Yokohama F Marinos win this match. Yeah. The odds of pretty good odds of over over four to six. Mm-hmm. But under evens, um, I think that's a great price. Like it, it's pretty much a value bet. But for a banker, there's no way they're getting beat. 
Um, so so the, the double chance is, is as close as a cert as you're going to get. And that's priced at, what's the double chance? One to five. Okay, well, that's good. I, I will run into the theme that you have mentioned there, which is teams that are bottom of the league and on de- terrible runs. And I am going to be taking Monaco to beat Dijon at an awful price of 2 to 11. Um, but that's worse than John's price and my I price. I know that's that's what I looked at. There. I was I was hoping halfway through that that I could be like, oh, maybe it's two to nine or something. But yeah, you're so, such a hypocrite. Definitely, but that 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 that's what makes it more. I hope that Monaco drift to a more acceptable price during that. I just can't see past them. There was a banker yeah. was the one that I struggled with this week. I would say um, look to get teams like Bayern Munich and even uh, PSG are playing away at um, Strasbourg. Uh, who have a habit of getting good results against them? And PSG are four to six. Bayern are four. Bayern are two to five to beat Union Berlin. I can see either of those teams winning, but if you want a certainty, Monaco versus Dijon. Dijon are ranked twelve games without a win. Like that's there's a big twelve man uh, strike down their their record. Monaco are playing all right at the moment. They're scoring goals. There'll certainly be a lot of goals in the game. They'll probably win at about 3-0, maybe even concede 3-1. But uh, yeah, Monaco I mean, Monaco are all day. I mean, there's probably things that listeners and, and us ourselves could do to boost this if we didn't want the really, really low price stuff. Uh, for instance, taking Yokohama F Marinos for myself instead of the double chance, just taking them straight up, you'll get 7-11. to 11. Yeah. Uh, t- Taking your bet on the minus one handicap and taking, taking John for two goals in the second half probably gets you a very tasty treble. Yeah, well, I actually looked at minus one in there. It's one to two, so yeah. Like, but that again, you're you're, you know, you don't want to run into a three-two there or something and go, all right, I missed out. But suppose you're not. Bankers in there for a reason, and two to eleven might be my shortest price one ever. So, uh, our our banker, our banker bets are are things that we think are almost guaranteed. Yeah, and well, speaking of almost guaranteed and the values, John has taken. An eleven to eight shot. Now, I would say that's pretty spicy for him when it comes that's, to that's, that's big odds for John. Yeah, he's obviously seen some good value in there. Yeah, so he likes Melbourne City away at Sydney FC, um, which is two of the kind of money clubs in in Australia at the moment. Um, Melbourne City looked pretty good. I, 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 I said I was going to come on and lambast all his picks, um, but I'll save for the. You outside. like this? This one I like because it's eleven eight. Um, I, I like Melbourne City as well and it's on at a quite palatable time of five past eight in the morning as well so a good game to watch uh, and your Saturday nice. morning kickoffs. so uh, yeah he, he's taking Melbourne City away 11 to 8 My value pick is Sunday morning again for me so I'm back in Japan in the in the J League and I really really like this pick it's Oita versus Nagoya and you're getting Nagoya the away from home team at even money just now uh, I, I can't see it staying like that the closer it gets to kick off, the, their price will shorten. Oita are not a good side. They're a bad team. But unlike Yokohama FC and Vigalta Sendai, they're not jokingly, truly terrible abysmal. Yeah, they're not awful. They're, yeah. like, well, they are awful, but they're not like laughably horrendous. So they're in 16th place through seven matches. Um, they've managed one win, two draws and four losses this season. Uh, although that one win Came came against one of the sides that are truly, truly terrible. Mm-hmm. Rock bottom Yokohama FC. So you can write that off. Everyone's going to beat them. Yeah. Um, so they essentially haven't really won any proper games at all this season. 
Nagoya are a good team. They're a brilliant team defensively. They've kept clean sheets in their last seven competitive matches in a row. That's like they, just don't, they just don't concede goals. Now, their last two games have been nil-nil draws, which is the only reason that they're, you know, they, that they're not winning games. Mm-hmm. But against a side that is as poor as Oita, they should be able to get at least one goal that will be enough for them to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the even money, that's such a good price. Yeah, it'll certainly be on my five T marker this week. Obviously, we take the mega coupon as well, but that, I looked at that one and thought, "Ooh, something at even money." I'll have a bit of that. Yeah, it's tasty. Um, uh, well, that, I, I like that. I will. I mean, it's interesting in our values. We've pretty much hit our stereotypical leagues with John taking in Australia, you're in Japan, and I'm in France's League Two. Excellent. Uh, I am taking form team Paris FC to beat top of the league Troyer, uh, and I'm taking Paris FC at the rather tasty price, in my opinion, of 19 to 10, so almost 2 to 1. Uh, That's huge. It's huge for a reason. It's huge for a reason. Paris Paris are the form team at the moment. Um, they've got 13 points from the last five games. They've scored seven and conceded one. That's what I like a lot about that. They've won four of their last five home games as well. They'd won three each draw in there. Um, and they're playing against Troy A. Now, Troy A are top of the league. They're another good team, but they're not as good away from home. Uh, away from home is where their form dips slightly. Uh, they get 22 points from 15. Um, at home, Paris FC have 31 points from their 15 um, games played. Now, Paris FC have beaten Troy A when they've played them in this fixture the last three times on the spin. And they're, okay, not separating, like that. they're not separating out of these leagues either. Like they are, Paris FC... 2020, they won 2-1. Paris FC 2019, they won 1-0. Paris FC 2018, they won 2-0. They beat them religiously at home, is how this kind of fixture goes. And they also do it occasionally away as well. There's some away draws in there. Mm-hmm. Now, Troy's last five games uh, in their away form have been a 3-1 loss to Amiel, who haven't been good this season. Mm-hmm. Um, a 2-0, a 3-0 win against Chambly, who are awful. Uh, they lost to Clermont. And they only scraped past Pau 1 0, who were a national a promotion team. Um, Paris FC have beat Grenoble, they beat Dunkirk, they beat Chateau they beat Amiens 4 2. So the head heads in the matchups do it for me. The bookies will look at this uh, because it's a league that's not bet on that much. They'll look at a top of the league team playing a team in about fifth, uh, and they'll say, oh, well, you know, that, that's, that's a top of the league team who are going to just take this game or they might get a draw out of it. I think Paris FC are better value for that. And let, let's just remember that the French League is incredibly competitive when it comes to the top five. Paris FC are 54 points. Troy A are in 61 points. You know, they're, they're, they're not separated by much when it comes to the end of this league. Um, so I'm going to be taking Paris FC at 19 to 10, around 2 to 1. I like that. I like that bet a lot. Because um, Troy, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the table just now. Yeah. Goals scored for Troy. Okay, they're seven points ahead, but as you say, over a 31 game sample size, that's not it's not loads. No, um, they've scored 46, conceded 30. Paris scored 43, conceded 31. Like yeah. these, these teams seem pretty equally matched. And form definitely favours Paris, and they're the home team. Yeah, uh, I, I like it a lot. I, I'm surprised it's not your outsider. I could uh, so one of the things we discussed before the podcast. I could have picked about five outsiders this week. Like if there's there's a week. It's one of these weeks where you think, oh, I could like you give me three to one shots all day, and I'll, I'll I'll speak a bit about them. But I really like Paris in this spot, and I think they present value. It's why they're in there for me. Superb. 
Okay, so rolling on to the Outsiders, uh, of which you and I had great success last week. Let's try and replicate that this week. Uh, we'll start off with, with John's pick. What's John got for his, for his Outsider shot? Well, running with a consistent theme of taking uh, Australian games, uh, he's going to be taking Melbourne victory here. He has put, he's actually given his notes for this one. He's not just leaving us into the barren void here. Uh, outsider away, just feel it's a great price for two awful teams and victory looked good away at CCM last time out. Um, he's back in against Newcastle Jets and he's taking Melbourne victory to win this game. I don't like this. Like, I like, I just think it's going to end up a draw. It, it, to me, okay. it's a game that shades towards a draw. Um, it's another BT Sport number, but it's the early game on uh, Saturday. So it's the six o'clock game Saturday morning. I think it's probably going to be a one. In my book, it's going to be a one a one each draw or a, a, a low scoring draw anyway. Um, but hey, I'm not going to quarrel with anyone taking a 10 to 3 shot. So, you know, uh, 10 to 3 if it came in. A big price. And that's, that's the whole point of the outsider section. Um, so my my outsider is a very similar price. In fact, it's very similar to last week because I'm picking New Zealand to <laughs> win again in the Danish Superliga. This game's Sunday at 1pm. All my games are Sunday games this week. Um, and they're away from home at Randers and you'll get them at 3-1. to one. So New Zealand won for me as outsiders last week, um, going off at 7-2. to two. Uh, Back them again to do so this week. So Randers and Norgeland, these teams have exactly the same amount of points through 23 mm-hmm. matches. Nothing separates these guys. Um, although Norgeland have actually drawn more games and Randers have actually have a couple more losses in there and mm-hmm. one more win to and how to get to that points tally. The last three matches between the sides have been a draw and two Norgeland victories. This game's a coin flip. It's, it's, not, it's not a game where one team's a heavy favourite and the other's three to one. Mm-hmm. Um, so so for, for, for that alone... I'm going to back New Zealand at 3-1. And I think it will go up. I think the price yeah. will go up. Maybe hold off this one because that's what happened last week um, when people saw the team sheet and went, God, these guys are all really young. The price went up before the game and you could get them at 7-2. And I think you'll probably be able to get them around 7-2 for this one as well. I'll hold off on that one, yeah. I, I, I like I like being on the... I like having tails. So hopefully they're on that <laughs> this time. But... Yeah, it seems like a good pick. I, I will certainly be on that. Uh, and my outsider, now, this was a competitive outsider because I had to compete with another couple of picks that I also really liked. I eventually settled on French League One this Sunday. It's two o'clock. It's when the whole card really runs in France. I am taking a draw between Lens and Lorient. Now, this game reeks of draw, and I'll give you some of the stats of why I think that is. Lens's last four, or Lens's last four games at home uh, last four out of the last five games at home have been draws. Lorient, when you look at their away form, three of their last five games have been uh, draws away from home. Look at their overall form; uh, they don't score many goals. Like it, so, Longs have been playing well recently. They got a really good draw against Lyon. Uh, they got a good win against Strasbourg away from home. It's when they play teams that are around them, the draws start to creep up. So they they get a draw at Mets. Um, in a couple of weeks back, they'd a nil-nil draw at wrong. Um, they managed to beat Dijon, which is really not which, that much of a which everyone does. Yeah, they beat Dijon two-one, so they actually conceded against them, and uh, I think that goal came quite late as well, if I remember, because yeah, uh, Dijon managed to get a man sent off in that game as well. Glory um, away from home have been frustrating this this year. Now, if you look at the look at the three of the last 
the, the, the stat I was talking about with three of their last five away games being draws. Their draws have come against Monaco, Montpellier and Nantes and they've lo- they, they lost to Nîmes and they lost in the cup to Lepoy, who are a national team. So they didn't field a full team for that. This just looks like a one-each draw to me. And it looks like, I'm not going to take the correct score again. It's not the same I was just level about to say, you're getting, you're getting confident with the old correct score picks and your outsiders. I think, I think it will be one each, um, but I'm happier taking the fact I can get I can get the draw at five to two, which is a, is a big price anyway. Um, and I really like this. And this... As I as I mentioned before, this is this competes with another couple of games that I thought were like brilliant outsiders, like Stuttgart uh, to beat Dortmund, who who played midweek and will be knackered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bookies don't like Stuttgart because they got an absolute doing off Bayern the last time that I picked them to to do this exact thing. Uh, so they were three to one and a couple of other ones as well in there. But really like Longs uh, Lens versus Lorient, and I think it'll be a draw, five to two. Superb. Right, well, let's see what we can do in our charity treble for this week. So again, £10 of our own money, a pick from each of us, myself, John and Gordon, and we put the tenor on that as a treble. All our winnings go to Beatson Cancer Trust. So what's John got to start us off for this week's charity treble? I would I would like to do John and my pick together because they're in the same game. <laughs> ah, superb. Okay, yeah. so take it away. John likes Norwich to beat Derby. Derby, I agree. Yeah. I think that Dort Norwich probably will beat Derby. I didn't like it because the games have ended up in draws the last three times this game's been played. It's been a one each draw. What I did like in this game was over one point five goals, which is at one to three. Like Norwich has happened five of the last five games they played. Derby four out of their five. So collectively, me and John are taking <laughs> effectively both teams, but over one point five goals and Nor- Norwich to win is two-thirds of the charity bet. So, Andy, God, what do that, you have rounding off the charity? The price, the price on that is going to be terrible. Norwich won 7-0 last week against Huddersfield. They did. But they, 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 that was after a frustrating 1-1 draw a couple of weeks back as well. And they've done that a few times. They, they've had some great results and then went the next week with a draw. But I believe it was Blackburn they got a draw with a wee while ago. But um, I like... I, I like John's pick in here. I just wish okay. it wasn't in a game that I had already selected. So you'd also you'd already selected. Fair enough. Well, my charity pick is uh, on Sunday morning, so we'll see the results of that. Uh, Tokyo versus Kawasaki. Um, regular listeners will go, why is Andy not mention Kawasaki Frontale yet? Here they are, away from home at Tokyo. Um, Tokyo are not a bad team. In fact, Tokyo are a good team. However... They're just not on Kawasaki's level. And when you're getting offered 7-11, 4-6 for Kawasaki to win a game in the J-League against anybody, it's just too good to ignore. They're yeah. top of the table. They've scored 22 goals. They've only conceded four goals all season. Um, yeah, it, it's just too good a price. So 8-11, you, you can get Kawasaki Frontale at just now to keep up that winning record. Um, and and they'll make up the charity bet. So the charity bet this week um, is from two games. Yeah, uh, Norwich to beat Derby um, and over one point five goals in total in the game, doubled up with a Kawasaki frontal win away at Tokyo. Yeah, I, I, hey, I've got no no quarrels with any of the really any of the the charity picks. I just kind of wish they were slightly separate um, but you know <laughs> Kawasaki in that spot great I mean they've just been excellent of recent just been, I mean Tokyo are a good team 
but the thing, just, you know, yeah. that, but the thing is, Kawasaki are just so good that you've just got to have the, you've just got to have them somewhere on your on your on your weekly or your weekly slip, or else you're missing out. I mean, they did it against Sagan Tosu midweek, I believe, when they it played. Because I, I, I generally get the alerts for this because they're in my my favourite teams on there. Um, but they, they they get it done. That's the nice thing about it. Like it, even if it takes until the second half, they get that win. Yeah. They know what they know what to do. Don't be surprised if they're leading four 0 at halftime. Also, don't be worried if it's nil nil in the eightieth minute. They'll get that goal. Yeah, you know because because that's what they've been doing for the last year and a half. So that's all the picks from this week. Um, our regular listeners will know we have a Patreon channel. Uh, if you go to www.patreon forward slash trampled bet, or uh, if you download the Patreon app and search trampled bet podcast. You can sign up to join the Trampled Bet Club. It costs £5.50 a month um, and it helps us out with our uh, our fees for producing this podcast um, on, on a weekly basis. Uh, you get loads of extra stuff as a result of being a Patreon, like a cheat sheet with all the tips that Gordon and I have talked about written down in a handy JPEG format. So you just go on your app, boom, they're all written down for you. And you also get all our extra content podcasts uh, like golf, so there's a US Masters episode that myself and Gordon did earlier this week. Obviously, the Masters is about to kick off. And you also get this podcast in yes. a video format as soon as it's released. So we've, we're recording this at Wednesday lunchtime. And I can say right now, Gary Anderson to beat Glenn Durrant in the Premier League darts tonight, Wednesday night, is one of the most sticky on bets you'll ever see in your life. Glenn Durrant can't win a game if Jason Gary Anderson is still 1-4. to four. As bankers go, tremendously priced. But again, you'll only know this if you're on the Patreon and listening to the listening to the video because it'll already be too late otherwise. It will be. It will be. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, and we've obviously got a Facebook group as well, uh, up to a couple of hundred members now, a lot, lot of good tips being posted. I think we had a brief lull, and it was mostly because the international break was on. No one really likes internationals, and, and we've made that quite clear. But, yeah, coming back in now, people want to chat about the Masters. And we have our Discord channel as well, um, where where patrons, I believe, can can discuss tips, things that are going on, you know, su- surprise bonus football, you know, all, all these things we're looking for. So the Facebook group is open to everyone. Everyone's welcome in the Facebook group. If you if you listen to our podcast, just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook, ask to join the group and you get access to that community. Uh, there's loads of good stuff posted in there. There are lots of shared. Uh, the Discord as well. You'll find the details of that in the in the Facebook group. Uh, but there are a couple of channels with. Um, so there's there's a whole load of good stuff. Um, and, and just get involved. Have a search for us on the internet. Yeah, see us there. See us there. Um, do you want to round off the podcast? You can do what John would usually do. Then Andy, take us away. That was the podcast for Saturday, tenth of April. Um, good luck to everyone, and we'll see you next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Web Podcast is produced by John Walker and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.